Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Biden mocks Second Amendment supporters, says you need F-16 to take on the government. Biden has repeatedly mocked from foxnews.com. Biden has repeatedly mocked the Second Amendment. Let's go down here. Let's find the actual quote. This is a story by uh, Kyle Morris, uh, a great writer. We have to change, Biden said. There's a lot of things we can change, but the American people, by and large, agree you don't need a weapon of war. I'm a Second Amendment guy. I taught it for four years, six years in law school. And guess what? It doesn't say that you can own any weapon you want. It says there are certain weapons that you can't own. Even when it was passed, you couldn't own a cannon. You can't own a machine gun. I know I'm serious. You know, I love these guys who say the Second Amendment, it is, you know, the tree. Well, you got to do it in a Biden voice here. You know, I love these guys who say the Second Amendment is, you know, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, you want to do that? You want to work against the government? You need an F-16. You need something else than an AR-15. Now, we're also here with uh, joined with Ron Coleman, who is going to be on the uh, uh, on the show, on the main show tomorrow night, the featured guest. But he happened to be in town, so we brought him in. A federal litigator, as we have as we have said before. Is that true, by the way? Go, let's it just go with the first comment that... that, I, that those of, I mean, I, I, I came here in an F-16. You came here to the F-16. Wow. Yeah. This is wrong. Now, was it parked wow. or did they drop you off? It's running, actually. I mean, oh, it's running. You know okay. you got to turn cost. that thing. That's good. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, That's going to disturb the chicken. But you said you were cold in here. We were, Well, not yeah. me because I have the beanie. Oh, you do have Yes, it. I do. Not, now <laughs> he's not the nice. only one in a beanie. Ah. <laughs> but this, this idea. No, but first of all. About the Second Amendment saying you can't have The idea of him teaching things. law school is even more, more terrifying <laughs> than the idea of his interpretation of the Second Amendment. The what you read, Jack, makes it sound as if he seems to think that the F sixteen—I mean, the F the F sixteen provision of the Constitution—that the, <laughs> that the Second Amendment says you can't have a cannon. It, it's that's factually not true. There was a merchant who had a ship with cannons on it, and he wrote a letter asking one of the founders if he could have them, and he said, "Yes, you can." But so Biden's literally blatantly wrong. But there's also no list of what weapons you can have and can't have in the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. If he means to say that from the very beginning there were regulations and there was a limit, then I'd like to know where he got that also. But he sure as hell didn't get it in the Constitution. Also, if Biden is correct and it would be impossible for the American people to fight an effective insurgency against a tyrannical government without F-16s, what he's saying is we need to expand the Second Amendment to allow average Americans to own F-16s because the entire purpose of the Second Amendment is for people to be able to fight back against well, tyranny. What I, predict no, actually, I don't think we actually need F-16s to fight tyranny if it comes to that. Well, but I, but I, I understand that there is a program being considered now by the federal government to provide each new undocumented 
uh, immigrant with an F-16. Excuse me, that's an, an that's outdated term. The term is friend we haven't made yet. <laughs> All right. And not, what better way to make friends than with F-16? Future voter. Yeah. But, I, but I agree. Give them F-16. As, absolutely. The well, as they, say, as they say, uh, you, know, you know, good F-16s make good neighbors. <laughs> well, on the but, contrary of that, though, we have Gavin Newsom, right? We were right. talking about it earlier. This guy, what is he just presented? Amendment number 29, yeah. I think it is. I think so. It's like, hey, it's time right. to amend the 29th so that we can amend the second. You know, it's like it's kind of it's insane, and it, what's really weird to me—I don't think we touched about this on the on the on the main show—was that um, it's him that presented this amendment. Why wouldn't it be Biden? He's running for re-election. We were kind of talking about that, right? Like, yeah, we were. We, we, I was going to. I was going to go back to you on that. I was going to yeah. go back to you on that. Do you think? You know, I mean, you're there in California. Do you think? Here's here's my read on it. That Newsom is. He's not willing to to do the RFK thing and say, I'm going to primary a sitting president, but he's sort of waving his hand saying, you know, I'm here. I'm here yeah. if you need me. Put me in coach. I'm going he's, on Hannity. I'm willing to go toe to toe. Well, and, it's a, and, it's a, and it's a really you know, question because right. we know who they don't want to be the nominee. Right. Mm-hmm. Is RFK. Well, not only RFK. But, but Harris. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah okay. obviously. So, yeah. I actually yeah. have a really good scenario for this. Not for us, of course, but just if Another best case scenario for that is that. Um, it, so, Gavin Newsom is doing what, in my opinion, Ron DeSantis should have done. He should have like, I'm waiting my turn. You, if you guys need me, you know, etc. Uh, but of course, Ron DeSantis decided to run, and I think he shot himself in the foot for any potential real uh, scenario for 2028. But here's what I think is happening. I think the DNC is scared about what's happening with Donald Trump and the indictments and what they are doing. I think if you are a common sense person, you understand that what they're doing to Donald Trump is because they're pulling out all the stops to stop this guy. And I think that the DNC is willing to even sacrifice one of their own, and it's going to be Joe Biden. It's going to come at what, this this Burisma you think they trial. need like a stronger guy to that, come Well, that's in. what well, I thought they were doing in 2020, though. I thought they were trying to find a burner candidate because they, no. they didn't think they had it. I well, thought- Joe, Joe Biden's already in the inside. He's got a lot of political connections. I mean, uh, foreign, whatever. There's a lot of political entities abroad that can help this guy win president. There's a lot so of investment in the Biden brand. But you brought, up a good, you brought up a good point. How do you get rid of Kamala Harris? So I feel like I, I put a piece to the puzzle. So one of the reasons, and I, and I heard this on The Five <laughs> on, on Fox News, and it was a Democrat talking, and she was saying, there's no possible real scenario where the black community is going to accept that Kamala Harris is not going to be next in line if they were to get rid of Joe the Biden. Black community? Do you think that's true? I don't, I don't buy I, that. I, really I don't buy that at all. That, dude. I, no, no, but no, but here, no, no. What I am saying is they're still going to vote Democrat because I'm they vote blue. Kamala Harris. They're going to vote blue no matter who. <laughs> but what I am saying is they're going to demand that it be her next. So I here's don't here's what you can do. You you what you you'll try to do is you come after Trump and you sacrifice Joe Biden. Well, now what happens with Kamala Harris? Well, with Kamala Harris, you just replace her with another black woman. I can't think of a more powerful ticket, whether it's 2024 or 2028, than Gavin Newsom and Michelle Obama. But who would well, be president, on, Michelle or Gavin? Yeah, wouldn't because Michelle the, run for the, president? But also, the, no, the I didn't think, no, no, elections. she'll be vice president. She'll be Gavin Newsom's VP pick. So the Democrats have actually been losing the black vote gradually since uh, Obama's uh, term ended. No, it's true. It's, no, I know, historic but it's numbers not of in, black people voted not, for Trump. Historic numbers of black people voted for Trump, Trump the second time. Biden not, actually not got... Nowhere near majority. Nowhere right, near yeah. majority. That's absolutely correct, but it doesn't need to be majority. If it falls beneath... Beneath 50 or 85% of the black population voting Democrat, they can't win. 
And it's approaching that. It's actually approaching that. But the thing is, is that if you sell Democrats a Biden Kamala, it's already pretty unfavorable. But if you give them Gavin Newsom and Michelle Obama, I, I, I'm telling you because I hear it from people all the time. One, one thing about people in California is, is people that show up for the community are the people that matter to them. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be honest, like even sometimes podcasts are just not effective because they people like in the inner city they're not <laughs> no, i i know, I know. Ron, ron's sitting here ron's sitting here look at me like like cut this guy's mic what do you mean <laughs> podcasts <laughs> aren't effective throw him no, out of here but what i mean is for the average voter like if i go to a street vendor if i go get tacos i'm not going to tell the lady that. wow like, stereotypical hey, much no hey this is my community i'm just saying the people that show up over here the people that knock on doors the people that show their faces look no, Republicans are not known. Now he's always right, right, right. <laughs> well, Republicans are not no. known for coming up not to show so. up to these inner city uh, places. They just don't campaign. Yeah. Donald Trump, the only reason he came to California was to fundraise. And again, no fault to them, but they just ride off California. No, so you know what though? Here's, here's what I think. I think I think to, to both of your points, I think that one of the reasons that they have invested so heavily, and we're going to get back to the F-16s, don't worry. But the one of the reasons that they've invested so heavily in these ballot operations that they've switched the format that which we hold elections. They we've gone from the the civic community ritual of an election day where people go out. When I remember going with my father to the local middle school in the, the gymnasium and you're waiting in line, you had the actual levers and you knew the people. That was the original voter ID. Mm -hmm. The original voter ID election integrity was that you knew the people working the bulls. They said, hey, John, how's your boy, Jack? What are you doing? Oh, where's Lori? She's still at work. She's coming when she's off shift. Great. And, you know, hope to see your, you know, the other kids. And then when I got older and I started voting, they said, hey, Jack, I saw your dad earlier. Mm -hmm. I saw your mom came by. Is your brother coming in? You know, it's like it's it's you know the people right they've they've done away with that completely because now it's all about ballots it's just about ballots and a ballot is if you can just get anybody to fill out one of those ballots and then you're paying people to go door to door with these ballots in targeted neighborhoods uh that is why they've switched all this because in order to do that look now you're just paying for votes it's 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 i, th I find it morally repugnant but you know what it's effective yeah and well once legal. again people are reduced to to what they can provide to us, right? Exactly. There is not a relationship between yourself and the Have the Democrats ever looked at it otherwise? Uh, never, ever. They're materialists, right? Man is just a machine. Right. What well, does he I, give I, me? What does that machine give I, me? But I speaking pull of machines, right. I do want to get into the more salacious topic at hand mm. of the question of an insurgency in the United States against the U.S. government logistically uh, Red Dawn is a movie that now obviously documentary it's, actually it's, it, it, you know pre-documentary <laughs> yeah, yeah, now obviously yeah. that's about uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Soviet Black. Union with the great the, the, Men in Black. That's the, right, the father of the great Amanda Milius uh, John Milius made the film incredible incredible writer director filmmaker he also wrote Apocalypse Now he's behind the HBO series Rome which is absolutely fantastic one of the last mainstream things they let him write huge shout out to them but no obviously that's the Soviet union that's the red army etc but what we're still talking about is a military force versus um civilian population a civilian population kids a town hunters in the woods and there's one and thing we know now is that that's what biden is talking about people used to say well listen american troops will never fire on american civilians that'll mm -hmm. never happen american american, american cops will never with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every single Kill one protesters of these, at the U.S. Capitol. Every right. one of these uniform mm-hmm. services has shown that they just follow orders Correct. and mm-hmm. protect pensions. That's True. their priority. So you have to definitely look at authority. And as, as, as a lawyer, I cannot speak quite as freely as some other people around this table might. <laughs> <laughs> even, you know, even, even in closed sessions such as we are right uh, you know, today. But, but point being is you've seen, we've, we've seen, we've all seen the ability of, of police. And, and, and I, I say this as someone who, and this, uh, to your point that, you know, I don't think we can get rid of this system. I think we should take over the system Correct. and use it for our own design, our own purposes. Because I, I generally think that this idea of, oh, just, you know, run off into the hinterlands and they'll leave us alone. It's, it's just such a losing argument. It's not going to work. What's the whole live, live, um, live you, and let you, live? You need to you need to fight back. You need to fight to take over the system. Now, obviously you have to be smart about uh-huh. that. And if you're in, you're living in a shooting gallery, then, you know, that's probably not a good base of operations for your, uh, your political counterinsurgency. But, you know, Seamus, you and I were talking earlier about yeah. a, a potential actual. We basically wrote the script in the next Red Dawn. In this, in, well, it's exactly what people have been saying about you, Jack, for how long? For quite yeah. some time. Quite next, some time. Next, uh, next great screenwriter. Ah, so, so what would be a better move? Than Actually, to, if to you look at my bogus. current, uh, you know, for your, from your friends at the SPLC, I believe their current, <laughs> uh, their current, uh, how many, you're suing them how many times right now? Well, I, let's measure it by years. <laughs> how many years? Yeah. Um, their current, uh, the first line is a, a leader of the anti-democracy hard right. It's like, wow, that's great. <laughs> Better my Wikipedia. Um, really good, honestly. That, I know, right? I mean, like, I want that on my, 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 my cards right, if I had cards. Right, they they yeah. called you based in monarchy pilled? There we go. But here's, here's the deal, though, is that, is that, look at this, okay? So what Biden's talking about is an actual insurgency uh, against the United States military. Yeah. And I, I'm going to come out and play devil's advocate here <gasps> to an extent mm-hmm. and say, look, I know there's a lot of people that say, hey, man, two way, let's go, let's roll, let's do it. No. You know, I, I just don't think that wide swaths of the country are conducive to an insurgency against the U.S. government. This is the most powerful government in human history, the most powerful military in human history. They will largely be able to take over every major city yeah. very quickly any area that has a large military base. And which, coordination would be impossible. There's coordination no, there's would be absolutely impossible. Bombs impossible. would be down immediately. Yeah, immediately. You know? mm-hmm. um, so you would have so, areas like like mm-hmm. Appalachia, which would be potentially you know, sort of like like a redoubt, right, if you will. It's kind of like, like there, like there are, are areas now. like, like um, well, there are areas, like this is why insurgencies were, that the geographies of Vietnam, 
the geography of Afghanistan. So jungles, mountains, desert mm-hmm. that were conducive, well, mountainous uh, desert were conducive to insurgency. Uh, whereas there's lo- Southern, Southern Colombia has a huge rebel problem because it's, it's just dense jungle canopies. This comes up in Sound of Freedom. Um, actually, they have to go into rebel areas because one of the girls that they're tracking was actually sold to the rebels. And they, they realize that she's not even with the original group of pedophiles, that they sold her out to the rebel group. So they've got to go into like like FARC and all this um, rebel controlled area. It's, it's, you know, some cool action scenes actually in that part, with, you know, Jim Caviezel and everything. Yeah, I got to see this. That sounds. It's, it's very, I mean, it's, it's tough. There's yeah. tough scenes, but then it, it gets into a pretty good action at, I, towards the end. Well, but anyway, point being is that. Yeah, there would be parts of the U.S. that would would hold out longer, I suppose, but that's not so. a majority. Yeah, I don't either. So no, hold on. I don't see a nom. I don't think there would Wait, be see, a let's, let's, single yeah. state that would bunch two, of two, two, two things. Two things. <laughs> bunch of naysayers who hate America. No, no, no. Here's here's the reality. Two, two things lead me to that. January six. All we did. I mean, there's literally Mima carrying an American flag, and that was condemned by people like uh, Ted Cruz out of Texas, saying that we are domestic terrorists for going in the Capitol. Uh, to this day, I have never condemned what happened on January 6th. None of the events. Because, look, if you're a real 1776ers and you want to say, oh, if it was George Washington leading, I would be right there with him. I mean, think about this really today. Put, put out this scenario. George Washington comes up to you and says, like, hey, man, we're going to go kill men with families, military men with families, Christians, many of whom you know, because of taxes, and we're going to kill them, and we're going to start our own country. Really think about what that means. We're going to we're going to go kill Christian men that or claim to be at least right. But that's not so that how we can, that's not how it happened. Started. Yeah. No, I I, they, they I just wake no, up. But on George was but, but didn't just people, come go around to people and say, "Hey guys, let's go do this." I mean, well, let me no, there was a constitutional the convention. There were delegates. There were there were uh, chosen leaders who came to the state house in. Philadelphia, which later became independent. But at the end of the day, it came down to who... J6 was a Fed surrection, right? Like Ray Epps was saying, let's go into the Capitol, and all the protesters there were saying, you're a Fed, get out of here. Anyone who's telling us to go into the Capitol. Did you see the memes they made from LA where they put my face and then I think it was Grand Old Means made it where he put Ray Epps in my ear. He said, we need to go into yeah, Dodger yeah. Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get inside. I, I kind of largely disagree. I think January 6th You don't think was it was a Fed motion? No, definitely not. I, I definitely don't. I think that there were bad actors, but I think you can find them anywhere. You can find them in, in, in a lot of them. Like, well, I think you know, there were but, people but, who, but the people who pushed for the breach were Feds. Like Ray Epps was sure, whispering in the ear of the first guy no, who breached I, a barrier. Yeah, but, but, there but, were, but at the end of the day, people in were not Feds. A lot of people, the doors were open for them and they were let in, but they didn't even there were a lot of people who didn't even realize that they weren't allowed to be there right the doors exactly were held and that's open. what i'm saying so that's my point is this was not like a bunch of people saying let's storm the capitol and like stop the certification it was it was literally protests this is talking about another, by the fence uh, instead of thinking about this idea of let's raise an army let's fight the government that is, that'll be destroyed that yeah, immediately it'll never what happen. you crush but you guys are communists all right you guys are all communists <laughs> but what you but, but what i do think is theoretically possible is how they do in michigan <laughs> to destabilize certain areas not in other words not not set peace battles and not even insurrection battles as we know them you know choose your disastrous American attempt to deal with insurgencies of your choice. But and there's all sorts of alternate history novels about this and mm-hmm. right, popular right. genre. I mean, from the second, Amer- look, what if the Confederacy took over two two, states and continued? Well, exactly. I mean, you, you, yeah. you can make it costly. Uh, but the problem is, as you point out, Jack, people don't really appreciate. And, and Biden 
who, or whoever was whispering into his earpiece at that moment mm-hmm. is, is right about this. Ray Epps. <laughs> Ray Epps actually is in control of the regime. That's why you can't charge him. There is, he would never charge himself. There is really no way. There is, it is impossible to say that the Second Amendment is a meaningful check on, and I'll tell you something else. There, there is a, you know, a segment among Jewish people who, uh, and, and a, we might have even been in a thread once where we discussed this issue. Um, if the first thing the Nazis did was round up all the guns and then, and look what happened, they, they killed, you know, two thirds of the Jews in Europe. You think that if the Jews had guns, okay, and by the way, Jews and guns, Israelis is a different category, okay? Jews of Europe and guns was not ever really a thing. The clo- they did have kind of paramilitary groups that like Begin wasn't, but really, really small scale. Hmm. The point is though, even even your best case scenario, self-defense. Uh, Warsaw your- Ghetto Uprising? The Germans had so many things going. They were it, They had already completely lost the war by the time of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. They pulled out some pocket change just to deal with the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. It took them, yeah, it took, it took them a couple of weeks they did have to spend a couple of weeks. Right. But that's all they had to spend. Right. And and the entire city of Warsaw was was leveled. Leveled. In Literally while, while the leveled. So, while Soviet troops stood outside with their arms folded. But Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that's a, that's a, So they were they were, Polish... so the, the entire city was leveled. That's why if you go to Poland now, uh I, I had a friend who just um she uh, we used to work together and said, "Hey, you know, we're going to Poland um with some people where should I go in Warsaw?" And I and honestly as 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 you know, as sad as it is, you know, and there's there's great memorials, there's great museums. The old city of Warsaw, Warszawa, is is like this tiny little district of the city because most of it was destroyed in the war and then rebuilt by the Soviets. So it's you know, it's yeah. like Soviet blockhouse. You mentioned Vietnam and, and how the where, jungle was. Krakow, on the other hand, is 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 gorgeous. How mountains and jungles were conducive to insurgencies, but now with air air power, not only was the surface being napalmed to hell in Vietnam, the Viet Cong were trying to fight with Russian and Chinese weapons, Russian weapons. They were living underground for like ten years in tunnels. So unless people are willing to live underground, it's not on the radar. And even then, you're going to lose. So hold on, I just, I, hold on, I, I have to because we've heard a lot of pro arguments, and I haven't had a, a chance to make the anti argument. I disagree with you guys because you were co- pro communism arguments that you guys. <laughs> Here by saying that the, the people could not um, be effective in an insurgency. I So I think the problem is, I'm and by the way, at scale, I, I don't think scale. at scale. So it, and what here's an what I'll say. I, I want to make clear, and I don't think that you guys think this, but I think what a lot of people believe about a potential second American revolution or uh, an insurgency where people are fighting the government is they picture this as an open conflict where the Americans are on one side oh, with their ARs point. and the government <laughs> is on the other side with their M4s and their tanks. Uniforms. But what would what would happen is they would take over certain cities and then you would have insurgents who would basically go around and have these small skirmishes in battle. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying I advocate for this under like a just war framework, but you'd have people climbing up to towers to and just clear, sniping are, soldiers on street corners. Now. We are responding right, in, to what Joe Biden said today. And, and That's so what we're there, there's to. two things with what Joe Biden said. That We're not advocating addressed. for any of these. No, things. no, no. Of course not. Of course not. But what I'm saying is, firstly, it is a little bit strange that Joe Biden 
has repeatedly threatened the American people with military power. With the Sounds US like military. something a fascist just, would do, right? Yeah, yeah, He's locking up uh, his political opponent while he threatens the American people with military force and tells yeah. them they're powerless against him. Sounds a little fascistic. I'll also say that different parts of the country would obviously fare differently. Something that could happen is rival nations who don't necessarily agree with the cause of the insurgents could start to fund the rebel groups who are fighting the U.S. government. Maybe even a very large rival nation that is actually on the decline, mm -hmm. but, what it, but, but it remains and always has been extremely opportunistic and would... And could see nothing, but or maybe even two, maybe two actual, maybe one real communist nation and mm -hmm. one de facto communist nation. I mean, there's a gigantic IOU coming from the Russians. Whether Putin would be around by the Look, time this, it's just get, true. But it's, it's but, just true. Ch but China, what an opportunity! Like you said, they wouldn't have to be the least bit sympathetic. Here's to the revolutionaries. Here's, yeah, here's say, how I think can, it would Can I just out. make one more point before, I just want to make one more point, which before is, we denounce not, you. Before, I, before I'm denounced, it's, it's not just a question of how how effective or victorious it would be. I, I think that there that is an important question, but there's also the, a question of how of difficult, the there's also a question of how difficult do you make it for the tyrants, right? Because they have this drones, they I have said. bombs. Ladies and gentlemen, can, he's just saying what I said with a lot more words. No, 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 no. <laughs> hold on, because you, okay. you guys, you want to total up the number of words you guys said and compare it to what I'm saying. I'm happy to, but what I will add is um shots fired that people i mean people on the ground so i've spoken to people and i have friends who are in iraq and afghanistan and one thing i remember them saying that really stuck with me is in afghanistan there was a sniper who was picking people off and they were terrified and it made them not want to do their job and they didn't say oh well i was comforted because we have drones and because we have nukes and because we have tanks they said i was terrified and i didn't want to do my job the goal of an insurgency is to get the soldiers to want to leave and for the people who are actually on the ground there to abdicate and refuse to fight in that area i will tell you that during I remember Solzhenitsyn, yes, and I do remember Solzhenitsyn, uh -huh. saying, you can't really think the Russians are going to ever leave Afghanistan, do you? Mm -hmm. The Russians aren't like the Americans. They will just keep pouring death on the Afghanis. Yeah. And, and so, guess what? He was wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah, he were. was wrong be yeah. because that, that is what the power in the right terrain with the right motivation. The, mm -hmm. and, you know, and By the way, Afghanistan has a history of being unconquerable to everyone. Mm -hmm. Here's, here's well, and, and someone, someone in the chat actually just said, and I'm, I'm kind of like scrolling through some of it, but someone just said, look, I, I think realistically 90% of people would just, would, you know, 90% of in the, country the country would fold if the government takes yeah. the money, the food, shuts down the Absolutely. internet, exactly. shots fired. And that was a point I was actually trying to make, dude, the government doesn't have to threaten you with F-15s. You know, and they proved this during the pandemic. You know what they have to threaten you with? Your security. 90% mm -hmm. well, plus of people, if you're slightly inconvenienced, you give in. So all these people that say like, oh, well, if they and try to come to my house. Informants. Imagine well, how many people be informed on. Well, well, that, oh, they got a flag up in that house. Kick them out. And Don't let these commies blackpill you. Right? Like, no, 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 I'm just they, saying, man. I think they're rationalizing. You'd all be ratted out. Now. Exactly. Remember the pandemic? You'd be ratted 100%. out. Oh, yeah. You'd be ratted out. Yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. My friends are cool. They Dude, write, your friends would rat you out, though. I still remember, oh, yeah. No, I still remember the mainstream I know, media. Where I am, I'd You're be, already I'd be on. Like, so you're so high up the list. That being, that being said, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got, I've, we've got, we've got, we've got defense in depth as uh, the same, the same as the Russians do on, uh, in, in Zaporizhia. You know, we've got defense in depth at the Poso compound and I have multiple readouts uh with which i can find myself so yeah those people around right now sure but 
they ain't gonna find yeah, me. Yeah, but right. let no, them let them come into Brooklyn. Yeah. We'll show them a thing. Or two. <laughs> Brooklyn's gonna help us. I know. But I look, man. You threaten a man and his family to turn off his water and, and, and not, hey, you're not able to shop at the grocery store until you turn in those guns or whatever. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, 90% plus of people, even those like hardcore, it's like, not only turning I, those guns, it's I've telling me who bought gu- which and, yeah, and who guns, who are you street. harboring? Who are you like? Wh- what other people are have thought like you? How do you guys communicate? You, there's no shadow of a doubt, I'm, dude. I'm not this comes up in Red Dawn. This comes up yeah. in Red Dawn. They make mm-hmm. the guy swallow the uh, the transmitter. The, he's the son of the mayor. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. They make him swallow the transmitter, and then he knows. I forgot about that. And he goes back to his friends. And they find out, and that's how the Soviets find them, and that's where, and they kill him, yeah. and they have and, to shoot him. And look, maybe I don't know where you all like were originally during the pandemic, but you guys got to remember, man, I was in Los Angeles. Hey, I same, wasn't, bro. I wasn't allowed. Same, I wasn't allowed to go. I got kicked out of restaurants. I tried to pull out the yeah. veteran card, like, dude, you're gonna kick out a U.S. veteran that served this country what? because they I was. Will. They they had they didn't <laughs> they care. care. They, they don't, don't care. care. They're like, you're wearing the mask, and you're gonna yeah. put the mask on your children, and you will show yeah. us the vaccine, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Like, it's go. gonna happen. Like, I agree. You know what I mean? So I, I agree that a lot of people throughout this country absolutely are gonna cave in. What I'm saying is, I think especially in not places us, that are really no well not me uh, obviously but what i'm saying is you can destabilize LA, yes and you can make them see the real question i think is is there can you hit a breaking point mm-hmm. can you hit a point where they would actually notwithstanding that they would say we're never going to negotiate we're never going to compromise can you impose costs on them exactly that would require them to however disguised it might be mm-hmm have to compromise exactly. have to because that has the potential mm-hmm. that I if don't you think so. I don't think there's so. a reason they're trying to get our guns now though right I, 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 I think, think it's because we're saying they well, know if it becomes I don't think, I don't think there's so. a reason I don't think that's why I you think, don't well, think so well, I'm curious why do you guys think they have the gun control because because here's here's what's really going to happen is that they they've realized that like like Gavin Newsom says that about the 29th of we're gonna bring the 29th Amendment. It's gonna be a great shot. You'll see. That's a good one. And, uh, <laughs> it's gonna right. be so great. Shot. What are you thinking? All your red <laughs> states. We're the ones who make all the money. You guys suck it down. Look, look. Here's here's what they've really done. And Ron, you know this is better than me. Even that. They, look at Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. Look at Daniel Penny, who didn't even use a gun. What they've done is they've realized that they're never going to get rid of the Second Amendment because they can't get rid of the right to self-defense. So what are they going to get rid of? The right, the ability to actually use your guns for self-defense. That's They'll right. take away the right that. to self-defense mm-hmm. yes. so that if you 
affect the use. If you exercise your right to self-defense, which I've always said is the positive expression of the right to life, because Amen. you do not have a right to life if you are not able to defend your life in, 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 a, in, a, in a positive manner, the way Kyle Rittenhouse did in, in the streets of Kenosha, which is probably the most famous example that we've ever seen, mm-hmm. that uh, they realize that, look, if they can't take your right away at the ballot box, that they can't take your right away at the amendment level, they'll take it away in the courtroom. Right. They'll yep. take it away in the and jury box. There's something and else. Will, and they will do it yeah. in every single district that they possibly can. They also want to make a political statement. Mm-hmm. Flip side of what, maybe, no, maybe, maybe it's different what you're saying. Our people, our side, our base, our donors are against guns. And we're there for, we're the anti-gun party. We're not really, were they really were the Kyle Rittenhouse if he were not in prison, was going to be out on the streets shooting people? Obviously not. Are they really worried that American citizens, if they're allowed to buy guns, are going to actually form an insurrection? No. What they're doing is they're slapping down the red districts. They're slapping down, they're, they're, they're reassuring their base, their donors, their supporters, the media, the institutions, we got this. We're going to turn these people into these people and the infrastructure, financial, cultural, um, political, economic, yeah. uh, industrial that supports them pay to be associated with our political enemies. Mm. Yeah. So, and, and that's why I was bringing it up earlier where it's like, you know, uh, Rittenhouse, I think he got a fair deal because he had good representation. I think he had a good, fair judge that mm-hmm. saw the facts and is like, look, there's just not enough evidence here. A body of his peers. But again, not just not enough evidence, but the evidence shows that he was acting in self defense. Correct. There was but, enough. But evidence. here's the thing is that that was such a unique case. And like uh, the guy from New York, the New York subway guy, mm-hmm. right? We were, Jackie, we were just Daniel talking Penny. about. Uh, he, yeah, he will be convicted. Well, well, I would say right, right now, he's going to run. But that's what I'm saying. And I actually actually got into a huge argument with Cernovich, which is like, this is why you need to abandon the cities, never ever stand up for good people. And I was like, bro, what a. Uh, in my opinion, say whatever what the fuck stupid, you want on this episode. What a stupid statement. You know what I mean? Like, what what an asinine statement. I told, and I replied to Sermon, I'm like, bro, what the hell? Like, as a Christian, I do right, not because I fear consequence of what the city's going to do for me. Mm-hmm. I do right in, in the face of evil because I am call, I am commanded in to do so by my God. I'm not going to, I'm not, imagine like watching an innocent girl get brutally raped or, or, or more violent or whatever the case might be. And you're like, well, I'm in a blue district. I, I better not interfere because yeah, I, I fear prison. Bro, yeah. what? Like, yeah. I'm coming after this guy. And if the radical DA I'll wants quite, to sentence listen, me, Mike's- then so be. Mike says things to make points. He doesn't necessarily prescribe that you follow the, his literal pl- plan. You know what I mean? No, but he, we went back and forth. He but was if like, Mike were there, he was adamant if, for it. He was like, no, what a stupid, what a stupid thing. Anthony, because he follows me. He's like, Anthony, you got a family. Why don't you think about your children? So so you want to be this virtuous Christian guy if uh, Mike and, were and there, sit in prison. If Mike were there, he would do the right thing. I'm you sure. Know that. But, the you pro- know that. but the problem is that a lot of these followers, including the ones that follow like Cat Turd and all that stuff, they see these statements they hear these people saying, this is why you never do what's right, because you are punished for it. But look, going back then to, to the living, Danny... What are you living for? Uh, right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. then what's the why point of being... Today, a, so why... Question. Exactly. Yeah, and that was my point. And he got so like angry. I don't know if he unfollowed me after it. But to look, the point I, of that, I, I think, that's I why think you need to go back... Well, just the last point right here. That's why we need to fight for the cities. That's why Tim Poole, and I wanted to tell him here today, dude, you backtracked. You 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 saw the Daniel Penny case. But those people You're like, voted bro, for that. No, no, no. 
voted not, for that. Not really, though, yes, man, because there's yes, a lot of did. people. There's yes, a lot of people did. that don't know what's going. They don't. Nobody. Okay, let's be honest. Nobody votes for more murder. They, but they don't. They I mean, if you vote Democrat, I mean, you vote. You are, I mean, yeah. Why does Larry Krasner keep getting elected okay, in Philadelphia? Right. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, the average person, the average city dweller. I'm telling you, man, because I, I I speak with these people all the time. When Roe v. Wade happened, there were street vendors there, Hispanic, barely any English, but they were selling to the crowd. They said, what are they protesting? In Spanish, they told me because they know I speak Spanish. I'm like, they're, they're protesting for the right to abortion up to nine months. And they're like, what in the hell? Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they were just so shocked. And I'm like, what do you think about abortion? And like, dude, we have our kids here. My husband's over there on that corner selling to the mm -hmm. crowd because we mm -hmm. need to make money. I'm here and we got the kids with us and they help us. Like totally. I would never abort a child. I'm like, by chance, do you vote? And they're like, oh, we're not really political. Like we just, we just want to make money. We came to this country to work. But again, it's not that they're, it, but this it's is not the that problem they're voting because for it. You, we've seen this, we've seen this time and time again, where this George W. Bush had this whole thing about like, oh, um, the more immigrants we bring from traditionally socially conservative areas, they're natural natural conservatives. Remember, natural right, yeah. conservatives. They're going to vote with the right. Finally, they're going to be, and it's just it's just not true. It's mm. never borne out I, in I think, voting uh, population with with some. I'll I'll, I'll hold Florida out as yeah. a recent potential recent potential, but by and large, that is not the voting patterns we the see. The highest density of Catholics is in Southern California. And all they all vote Democrat. No, they, they don't. They just don't vote. Or they just don't vote. That's <laughs> okay. the problem. We're not reaching those voters. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're not reaching those voters. Why? Because California continues to be overlooked as just give it up. Just give up California. But there are so many potential voters, but the Republican Party would rather have, you know, and, and I say this because I'm a state delegate. I go to all these fancy dinners. They they, they waste all this money on on nice centerpieces. Look, man, what, one of the biggest things Wait, that one of the biggest problems. Wasn't there just a huge a recall attempt on Newsom? Right. And we successfully recalled him, but I, we ended up failing because. I thought he was still in office. No, I understand. I've said the recall was successful. What do you mean? The election. The, like, because we made the election happen, is what I'm saying. Oh. So, like, the recall, like, it was a successful recall. But then he got, he just got reelected. But then basically. he ended up getting reelected, yeah. right? Because uh, the way it works is uh, for a reelect, for uh, a special election like that, uh, everyone has to rally all their votes on one candidate. It's not like where they have a primary and then right. a general election. Mm -hmm. It's exactly. just whoever gets the most votes. That's how Schwarzenegger so you had, got in, right? You had like so. 12 Republicans running and Larry Elder, I think, had the most votes. Actually, Schwarzenegger vote got in because he was a rocket scientist and they right. needed exactly. that at the time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> screw your patriotism. You know, or but you it, was, it, was, it, was, it was an election like that when Schwarzenegger Something first like got that. in. Right? A special election, yeah. But, but, but I, I actually on 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 Hispanic votes was was slowly trending towards it, it does and historically it's always been at least 30 well, like you said forget 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 the cubans we're not talking about cubans we're talking I'm, about, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna hold florida out as a as a very special case because you get cubans that do go to florida but you know hispanics and and, and i'm not gonna speak of hispanics but the idea is that that like hispanics are a monolith it's like oh all hispanics are the same it's just not true oh yeah of course right yeah. go go up to a puerto rican and call them a mexican and find out what happens oh yeah it's not gonna go but that's the thing yeah. is that if if you're gonna be in the community like mm -hmm. i am you you have to understand okay well what are your problems right so one, one example uh, crime is really high right now right, right. In los oh, angeles yeah. And no one's arguing that. And, and, you know, inadvertently, yes, people are voting for those policies. Because, like, hey, if you vote down gun rights, you're voting for more crime, right? But a lot of people don't understand and, that. Right, exactly. Don't I, but I people don't correlate that. They don't correlate those things. They think they're doing good because right. that's what they're being told. Correct. Like, hey, 
the reason why crime is so high is because and guess what republicans are not showing up to do a counter argument yeah. and so yeah, for example street 100%. vendors people that sell ice cream a lot of these people immigrants right they're here on elotes, residency whatever elotes it's, 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 it's like corn corn they are being targeted right now by high crime well there's a socialist activist out there the democratic socialists of america are working with them to fundraise for them mm. well the republican party you know what they could be doing arm them why aren't you gathering up all these street vendors and saying, you know what's better than getting attacked and getting a GoFundMe for $8,000 at a time? How about we train you and we have you have your constitutional right to a gun? Now think about this. It's twofold. You arm the street vendors against crime. The second one is, how will Democrats defend this? They're going to be like, oh, well, we don't believe in constitutional carry. This is that. It's, it's still hard to do in LA. They're not going to permits. Yeah, it's still hard to do in We haven't gotten but, but rid of exactly, the permit system. Really? Exactly. Right. So the argument is going to be like, well, we're not just going to give them like guns. Like we're against guns. So then your argument as a Republican should be like, so you are saying that these immigrants that are hardworking are not entitled uh, to the Second Amendment constitutional right. That's what they you said about the Koreans. It, you make yeah. it about them. You make it, and then you tell them, look, look at what they're doing to the Hispanic but, community. But, but that's also a great example of my point, though, that you, we, we, like L.A. had the rooftop Koreans, L.A. had the L.A. riots, L.A. had lessons everything, not everything learned. that went on. Right. Yeah. And, and we're, like, show me the lesson learned. Like, it's become, it's only become progressively worse, progressively, worse, immense, right, progressively right. blue, uh, progressively but why? trending because in that direction. we convince people just get out of there. So more people leaving California, who's staying back to fight? No one, because everyone's like, well... I don't know if you the know? Re I, I so I I wouldn't say that the reason is just because everyone's been leaving California. People have been but moving out of there, but all the, the mass exodus. But a lot of blue, a lot of blue Democrats have also left California. Like this is an issue they're having in Texas. This is a huge issue in Arizona. Correct. Um, but it's also an issue it, with Republicans that made that it leave. more made it made it more popular, yeah. as I like to say, yeah. in some of these states. Because like I'll go to Phoenix, right? Because so when I go to see Turning Point, when I go uh, mm -hmm. to do work out of there, I was there last week. So I was in Phoenix for a couple of days um, before I went out to LA because it's like a, tr a quicker flight. So I do the show out of there. And you you go to Phoenix airport and you're surrounded by California people. It's mm -hmm. it's like, you, you could just tell it's culturally Californian. The people are Californian. They're dressed like California. They're, they're Californians. It should be illegal. And, you know. No California should be allowed to flee. I know, I'd right? be all for True it. That. And a lot of and, red people would, be, would and, be all for it too. And I guess what I mean to say is like, they're not like, conservative Californians. It's just, you can tell, like, these are California people. And to the same, by the same token, you see a lot of, you know, Hollywood celebrities are now buying land and buying yeah. houses in Scottsdale. You want to know like what Beyonce it is? So guys, I, I hate to cut in. I, I really hate to cut in. We got to go to callers. We're, we're, oh, this yeah, is a great conversation. It. You, I wanna, you love yeah. this conversation. You just, no, you no, I do need the heads on for this, right? Can I just say one last thing? Yes, really quick. No, please do. It's good A Tennessean told me today because somebody's moving from California to Tennessee, from California. A lot of people from California moving to Tennessee. You know what they told me the problem is? The problem is like, I've, Live for in Tennessee for generations. The problem with blue staters, specifically California, is that they've lived under Democratic rule for so long they don't know anything else. So they come to Tennessee where we have these neocons trying to strip away gun rights in Tennessee. And you know what the response is from blue staters? It's like, yeah, but my state was way worse. At least you guys have it nicer here. So that's that's the problem. Well, a California Republican about. is not the same as a Tennessee Republican. Absolutely exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and I, they're, I will, they're willing they don't not vote to fight. Well. Exactly. Yeah. They're willing to not vote against because they're like, look, I'm an implant. I don't want any problems. 
I know we've messed up our state, but let's be honest, guys. This is way better. Oh, we used to have it worse. So they're just okay with it. I like the idea of making people stay in a state for a couple of years before they get state voting rights. Yeah, we 100%. Like that. Yeah, Switzerland, Switzerland does that. I agree with that. Yeah. Anyways. All righty. We're going to callers now. Uh, sorry about that, Sorry, callers. everyone. We don't mean to keep you waiting. Uh, Ekwani, uh, I don't know if you are ready, Lib, but uh, I want to let you speak first because you're a Singaporean and... Uh, Hey, Singapore. How you doing? Hey, Kwani. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You're unmuted, but I can't hear you. Uh, Give it to me. Give it to me. Isn't it Come really on. true of so many of us, though? I can't tell if he's muted. I'm going to check. Unmuted, but I can't <laughs> double check. Is there something muted here? Come on. Dude, during the pandemic, Just I hold on there. The one number moment. one soundbite. You're, you're on mute. You got to unmute yourself, you know? <laughs> Sorry, am I muted? Maybe maybe it's because we're speaking English. <laughs> Tim Caff's in the chat. No, it's just the account. No, 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 no. That's, uh, oh, wouldn't it be funny if Tim called in? He's like, oh, I just want to say this is the worst show ever. <laughs> yeah. Like Tim. That is not me. To be Singapore. Is that Singaporean? No, it's Hanyu. Sounds like Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. Mandarin. Is that what they speak in Singapore? Speak it's here? one of the languages. One yes. of, one of, uh, yeah. So why is this? So yesterday, everyone, they had the... Very, very one day, I'm going to find out you don't actually speak Chinese and you've been faking it this whole time. Cosas falsas, todos. Definitivamente. Sí. Ese no es Tim Pool. Yo no sé quién es. Parece Jack Posoyevic. Soy yo. Él tiene. Bini. Sí. El Bini. Yo tengo Bini también, por favor. Cabezo. Is that his head? Cabezo. Cabezo. Mi español es. So, can we take any other colors, maybe? Yeah, let's go. Well, I think the issue is that the device here is. So, yesterday, everyone that was watching, we had to switch to this computer in order to do the premiere for the. What was it called? Something Money? Yeah, Game of Money. Game of Money, that's correct. So, when that happened, I think maybe we have switched the device. I can't quite tell. I'm trying to find that right now. So, it's a hardware issue? Yes, I'm just trying to see if the device. Can we switch that world? We're still alive? Yeah, uh, we yeah, we can. Let's try uh, that. Then. I'm just trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where to do that. I'm not. I don't really use uh, Discord, as many of you people know. Um, so <laughs> I'm just trying to figure it out as we go here. That's where all the oh, base um, chats. Happen, well, Serge right? is, is looking. You you mentioned fight. <laughs> Anthony, you a couple times you've used the terminology the uh, fight for the cities. But how do you mean exactly? Because I imagine you don't go mean go fight, punch, and no, he kick. Means street and, by, no, yeah, street by street. So, yeah. Like no, what's, what's mean, an example of fighting for? So one city? thing that I've been doing since Mostly 2019. You out there, you one know. thing that I've been doing since 2019 is we go clean the city. So I do community cleanups. We just did one with the squat presser. Before that, I had been doing them for several years now. So you have to actually get into the community. So the way you fight back is you inform people. So we make little pamphlets that we hand out to people because everyone's always curious, like. Who are these 30 young gentlemen or young people that are out cleaning the streets? Streets that have been, you know, basically abandoned by the politicians. Now, when you say clean the streets, do you mean like, yeah, like physically sweep? Or do you, or, no, or yeah, do you so mean we do like, like so we peaky do blinders or... <laughs> 
or you know yeah. taxi driver you know some someday a no, hard what, rain's gonna what we come do is so like wash all this filth off the streets there's a lot of people that have lived there for decades and they're so old that you just can't take care of their home so like we do like uh oh, like gardening I I on, on their stuff you know oh, so, nice. uh, we got a caller sounded no, like it it's not a caller oh, we almost no. got a caller. uh i'm gonna kwani can you uh torpedo. can you speak again and see if uh if there's some sort of issue here yeah. Okay. I see. I see. It's, it. it's active there. Can anyone else in the chat hear Kwani? Because I don't. We cannot hear him at, at the moment. Are you in the live chat? By Ooh. the way, Ian has just entered the I live just chat. Entered the live chat. I'm he, yeah, I'm hearing stuff from Discord. Right. So the issue, Kwani, is that I, I we cannot hear anything you're saying. So can I'm you, I'm going to try, try a different caller, caller now, real quick. And uh, just see. My apologies. Uh, I'm going to mute you now quickly, and I'm going to try a different caller here. Give me a moment. Uh, let's talk to Aqueduct Studio. Aqueduct Studio, you are now on the air. No, nope. so much. Same issue. Uh, I I don't know what happened here, guys, but uh, yesterday we had the Game of Money um, premiere on this computer, and I wonder if it was it changed the audio device. I haven't had time to really look that up since then. For your Discord settings, you go into video and voice. Yeah, and I was just on the video there's, and voice. There's got to be because I just heard sound effects from Discord. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's this, this be... in input device is the right input device and everything. Um, I didn't want to do it in this studio, just so you guys are aware. Game I didn't want to do that. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Um, but it just was the way that it all worked out. Uh, they needed to do it last second, so that's what happened. Um, I don't know sense. exactly why. There's got to be some setting for like other members then that's separate from the uh setting for sound effects because like when ian just came in the chat i heard that mm -hmm. so yeah. that that means discord is oh, sending definitely yeah. and i mean I'm, I'm i'm here at the at this at the place where it would be to change it like all of the, the technically this should be working i don't understand why it's not feeding through like the obs has a audio channel set up discord is set to send to the audio channel that's set up in obs right here. yep it's in this voice widget right here it says fox widget yeah everything is working as it should be when um, they when they talk in discord do you see it going up and down in obs uh no there's no the thing about it, it's it's when they're when they're speaking in discord here i mean we'll just troubleshoot really fast i can see their name of aqueduct studio would you mind saying something quickly for me see that green it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, see it's green. prompting right there and it's prompting also up here on the actual screen as you guys can see but for some reason it's just not uh i mean i can try and reset the defaults i guess but I'd, then i'd have to go and do a whole bunch of other things as well that worst stinks. case scenario we could take some text yeah, I guess we could take the text questions if you guys want to. If you guys are in the uh, in the callers, if you guys want to just uh, type out your questions, but see, I, see if there's anything you can do, do while while they're doing that because it'd be it'd be awesome if we could resurrect this. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just yeah. see if we can go. Um, I really liked the calls last time I was here. It was really cool. Yeah, it's always I. cool when people yeah, call, and I love getting yeah, like their it. comments, their feedback. Honestly, talk about community and a way to counteract a global centralized authority attempting to take over the world. It's with community. Seriously. And it's with tech like this, using it for the right way. Let me let me let me make a uh, social, political, legal point. Uh oh, no. So Actually, I'd rather. I'd no, rather <laughs> we'd really rather you didn't. We really rather you just yeah. just keep you quiet. Just, you know. Do you mind? That's, that's, you know what? Push the, the microphone away. Push the microphone. You know, like this guy. You know, Brent, there are so sure many. Why this guy was allowed to come in today? You know, because you know, I like to have a little party here every once in a while, but uh, you know. <laughs> From time to time. Never mind. No, no, no. It's okay. Do you think? No, actually, no. We wanted to hear it. No, sorry. No, you no, no. Sure, you any you really did. No, we really did. There's right. a community <laughs> in New York City, Orthodox Jewish community, mm -hmm. which is an object lesson in many respects for how you can stay in the city, how you can build institutions, how you can actually flourish in the city. Right. 
And the attack on the Orthodox Jewish schools in New York is a multi-pronged attack based on what their the threat that their success poses symbolically and otherwise to many, many institutions that are vested in the existing system. Here's the problem. Your street level advocacy, your, your building of, of what of the necessary communal um, structures is difficult to divorce from uh, I may have figured out from the very deeply entrenched welfare state. Do we, do we want to do it real I quick? Think it may, he's making a point. The man's making yeah, a point. Yeah, this is hot. hot. Awkward studio. Would you mind uh, saying something and see if we can if we can hear you? Hello. We got Whoa. There we go. So let's, let's wrap Ron's <laughs> point really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to hear the rest of your point. Go. He's going to help us. The, the distribution of benefits. Save America. The, 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 there's so, government is so intrusive and so all omnipresent in the lives, especially of lower income people, that they will use... The, they, the, the existing system, will put the squeeze, and also communal leaders will put the squeeze on the people they consider to be their constituents. So what's the, my point? Jewish organizations, Orthodox Jewish organizations in New York have been very reluctant, and understandably because of how the elections always come out, no matter what. Trump took 90% of the Orthodox Jewish vote, including in New York City. And that, and, and also, in, that was the only Republican, the Republican pickups in the House are largely a result of Orthodox Jewish voting in New York State. But, at the end of the day, the government structures, the local government structures are still controlled by Democrats, and that's a really risky strategy, because mm -hmm. if, you, if your community is perceived as bucking the Democratic leadership, you have a lot to lose. So oh, yeah. that has to be taken into consideration as well. Yeah. I get it. Like benefits. Let's, let's, like get, strip let's benefits. get to these calls. All right. Because so, we have waited a long Aqueduct enough. Studio, what would be your question? How are you? Hey. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Uh, hey. Tennessee in here. Um, so my question is to Jack Basobic, uh, our not Chinese here expert here. Um, <laughs> You're Chinese? Yes. And what are you an expert yeah. in? Nothing. <laughs> Martial arts? Kung Fu, actually. So, Sorry. Uh, the, the messenger reported that three sources are saying there's an evacuation plan for Taiwan. And um, I wanted to know if yeah. you think that China sees Taiwan as a target it can take as early as this year. And a separate question from that would be if you think China invading Taiwan would help or hurt Trump in 2024. Yeah, so um, there's, there's a couple of pieces to this. Um, from what I've been told is that what they're referring to is this evacuation plan for not, not all of Taiwan. That's for American citizens or AMSITs within Taiwan. Uh, what they're talking about is a NEO, a non-combatant evacuation operation. These are the type of things that, quite frankly, for various hotspots in the world, the United States Navy, United States embassies, are always tasked with being uh, being worked on. So these logistics, that includes hospitals, that includes embarkation sites. Uh, if you've got a place like, like for example, Ukraine would have gone through this uh, in, in the, la the final days. That being said, um, just because they're working on the plan doesn't necessarily mean that there's intel out there that says something like this is imminent. Um, I particularly don't necessarily say that I, I think it's imminent because I think Xi Jinping is in a very strong position right now. Uh, he wants to take Taiwan by osmosis 
through cultural and generational force. The only, and I've said before a million times, and we have a whole thing called the China Files, uh, which just set up the China Files meme that you guys can go and like share. It's a little red meme, the way Mao had the little red book, and it's got a QR code where you can watch them all. And so I, I go through nice. really in depth, and there's a whole chapter just on Taiwan where I said, look, you know, I think the only thing that would trigger a Taiwan invasion would be if Xi Jinping were threatened internally within the party, but he mm -hmm. just doesn't have internal threats right not now. Not anymore. Uh, because, well, no, not anymore, because he, they, they're, they're all, Shanghai gang. they've all been disappeared. Yes. Shanghai um, gang, the youth league gang and, as well. And, and particularly their, their, uh, one of their main leaders, um, Jiang Zemin has been, Zemin. you know, right. the old toad. I mean, he's, he's basically done. I mean, he's like 96. Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's just, it's just, not, it ain't happening. It just yeah. ain't happening. So, uh, for them to, t to make a push like that, a huge, uh, obvious breach, especially when they've been publicly somewhat. Remember, originally they were uh, negative towards Russia mm -hmm. in terms of the of launching a war of aggression into Ukraine, and then eventually they you know they sided with Russia. But you know, I don't necessarily think that that the China was would be willing to take a step like that unless Xi Jinping were extremely forced. That being said. If Taiwan were to uh, declare independence or, or push for some kind of military retaking of some of the outlying islands or, or any number of things, a naval uh, dust up that turns into another conflagration, a, a trap sub, if you will, um, from one of these disputed islands where a group of activists goes in. I mean, there are, there are many things that could flash this up. And uh, I guess to your last question, would this help or hurt Trump? I think it would help Trump. Yeah. Right. I think it would help Trump because, you know, we, we've seen that the Biden administration is extremely soft on on China. You know, sure, they're, you know, Biden's willing to say, oh, he's a dictator. He's this and that. But the, at the same time, Joe you know, Biden. his his son, Joe, Joe Biden, his son is taking so much yeah. money from him. Uh, Anthony Blinken goes over there like a clerk, kowtowing, making these grand, which, which, by the way, going beyond the typical one China policy, the one China policy, which goes back to the Shanghai communique of saying that the United States believes that Taiwan and China, uh, you know, People's Republic of China are both part of one entity, which yeah. is a very vague kind of status yeah. quo statement that every president has gone back on, including Reagan, mm -hmm. um, going all the way back to uh, Carter, <clears throat> that, and it, you know, it starts off with Nixon, of course, going to China, that uh, now actually saying we do like, unequivocally saying we do not support Taiwanese independence is is beyond the typical one China statement. And I think that's right. there's a reason for that. And the reason is that, you know, they're being told to say it. Mm, true. It's a great question, though. It's a great question. Yeah, Bi I agree. Biden's a great diplomat, by the way. Thank you. I'll just say. <laughs> Joe so I think foreign policy so good. So do you good. remember when he basically told us a whole story he made up about the time he called Putin mean? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I told him. I don't think you have a soul, man. And he said, we understand Wait. each other. I was like, what? You're the leader of our country and you called a foreign adversary mean? He wants you to think he's mean. That I, means you're intimidated by him, idiot. I, th yeah. I think you're thinking of Steven Seagal. No, no, Joe Biden literally said that. He said, <laughs> I, I said, I don't think you have a soul. Let's, uh, it's, it's, Aqua yeah. Studio. You don't have any it hair is. on your legs. <laughs> let's, uh, let's finish up and let's Aqua get Studio. Uh, how, how do you feel about the answer? Or is there anything Putin else you'd like to add? That was, that was great. Thank you, Thanks, Jack. I uh, bought really, my pillow because great. of you. So, uh, I appreciate you that. that, man. Thank you. Seriously. Y'all have a good night. You like it? Do you like it? 
Oh man, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's you, what we like you to hear. Me <laughs> I gotta get um, I said something about a my pillow, like like how can you prove that it's effective? And you're just like, you just gotta try it. And I and I did, man. And it's, it's, uh, <laughs> thank you. That's that's. You see, there's um. Tanya really does do a good job. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Promo code wow. Tanya. Wow. That's yeah. it. Right under the bus. After I let you come into the third hour, <laughs> and uh, let me come in. I know, right? That you, you were knocking at the door the whole time. <laughs> how do you how do you know <laughs> how do you know a drummer's at your door? How he doesn't know when to come in. Oh. Oh, drummer jokes. We oh. got drummer jokes. Nice. He ain't got I've that heard one. that one. He still, it's rhythm still playing in my head. What's the, what's the last thing a drummer says in a band? Hey, uh, guys. hey guys, I wrote a song. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Saw the movie you, Whiplash. I find that offensive. That's great. What do you um? What do you call a drummer who just broke up with his girlfriend? Homeless. Oh, oh, yeah. Shout out to all brutal. the drummers out there. That is <laughs> brutal. Man. Okay. Like uh, 60 years on this earth, I did not know there was a drummer category of humor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is. And I've been yeah. in There's bands. also a bass player. Uh, like, I guess you could say it's a little bit less, uh, less I guess, hateful. There's, a lot, there's kind of a kind of an anger towards drummers, yeah. uh, I found. But anyways, uh, Kwani, uh, you are now with us again. Uh, you must, must unmute yourself, though. Hey, Kwani. Hi, guys. How's hey, it going? What's going on? Kwani, we've been waiting to hear from you for a while now. Tell me, young. Can you hear me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Loud and clear. Ting dala. Hey, being from Singapore, i got so much things I want to talk about guns, but uh, I'll stick true to my question. So as for the Catholics in the room, what are your views about the current Pope's position about being more LGBTQ friendly? And how does it affect the Catholics in, in, in that regard? And also, as, as you guys are generally more... Uh, in favor of states' rights and decentralization, does that not also contradict with the centralization that you see in uh, Catholicism? Uh, so, yeah, there's a few ways to answer that. I'll, I'll uh, give my answer, and then Tim can also let you know how he feels, because I know he's been studying Catholicism a, a bit recently. But basically... Wait, you don't want to hear from the Protestants? Pope Francis, Pope? no. Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> uh, come on. Hey man, they <laughs> never want to hear from us. Are you us, kidding man. me? No. It's like... Lions, opinions of sheep. They have, they have questions about. Love, I, they're, they're talking about serious Protestant, churches. Uh, <laughs> serious religions. So here's here's what I'll say to you. Uh, with Pope Francis, this is an important thing for people to understand. Papal infallibility does not mean the Pope is correct in every single thing Thank he says. You. It means that when the Pope speaks ex cathedra, when yeah. he's invoking his authority as Pope to declare on a specific moral question where he literally says that he's basically... Wait, and, and Seamus, break down. How many times has that actually happened? There's some debate about that, but it has, it's been very infrequent. It's been very infrequent. I, I can't give you an exact number because I mean, there is like debate a, on it, like but a, it very, very, very rarely happens. It's like, like a most dozen papacies, times. yes, exactly. Yeah, and like most most popes never yeah. speak ex cathedra. It's it's um, extremely oh, rare. so they're giving the personal rare. opinions, and then they'll tell you if they're going to come out and speak. Exactly, for yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So when when the pope speaks, he's unless the qualifications for ex cathedra are are mentioned, which I, I sort of spelled out, you know, invoking his authority as successor of Peter, like declaring it with that authority, and it's 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 one of these moral questions, right? And I would encourage everyone to just double check on all of this. The um Ian, it's actually Latin what, what, for what, from the chair. From the chair, Excellent. exactly. Yeah. So the, the the vast majority of times when the Pope speaks, um like ninety nine point nine percent of the time He's just giving you his personal opinion, and right. it doesn't reflect any change in church teaching. And, and I'll also mention this. Uh, the question of, of sodomy and whether that's moral is not something that any pope has the authority to change. Nope. This is part of natural law. This is literally built into nature. A pope could not come along and say, we've changed church teaching on this. Go to, but I think the deeper question there is this, this comes to 
Francis's embrace of um, synodism and synodal these these yeah, synods yeah, it's weird. This, the, where you know it's where it's it's it, it's it's the Hegelian thing again, right? Yeah, where it's, it's right, we're dialectic. gonna we're gonna go dialogue. We're gonna bring yeah, dialectic together. We're we're gonna remove the uh, the the hierarchical view. We're gonna yeah. remove the historical view, traditional view, the legalistic view, the doctrinal view of the church, and instead just you know bring a bunch of people, you know, just uh, you know, kind of bring a couple of people together over the Vatican, have a little bit of a party, and, uh, you know, see how I see how this. shakes out, you know. Because I, I I just got um I I just I wanted to double check on this. I got a more precise delineation of the uh, qualifications that, for an ex catheter statement from EWTN here. One, intends to teach. Two, by virtue of his supreme authority. Three, on a matter of faith and morals. And four, to the whole church. Does he need to get so, like cardinal approval to speak for the church or they have mm -mm. that vested no. in him? No, 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 no that's no. him. No, yeah. he, well, they, they he has, one. He has that him. approval. Yeah, yeah exactly. he has when that approval through, through being elected by the yeah. cardinals. Mm -hmm. Then he would be. Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah, come to a point? So where, technically, yes, but yeah, yeah, could it come yeah, to a point where a pope once. was not well mentally well and and would not step down. And it's like we just can't take anything this guy's saying seriously because he's. There was a pope who was mentioned well. He actually dug up a prior pope and put him on trial. Yeah, he exhumed his body and and put him on trial. What do you have to say about that one, guys? Well, like I said, not everything the pope does is infallible. Popes are sinners. I mean, what do I say about the fact that Peter denied Christ three times? Uh, I, I, I've true. talked to a lot of Catholics that take everything he says is like yeah. undeniable truth. And that's kind of like, why I, 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 Catholics are maybe in LA. Yeah, I could see that. Well, yeah. Jeez. Well, so much. No, 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 I'm, I'm actually, I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. I'm actually, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying, I agree with you. That probably is the case. I don't, yeah. I don't doubt that. Like yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with a lot of traditional Catholics who are like, why is he saying this stuff? But I actually do believe that in more liberal parts of the country, there are Catholics who go, look at this. It's a statement we have to believe when it's just his opinion, but right, please continue. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that was just it. Mm -hmm. Like, like you're saying that like not everything is taken, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. but I'm like, dude, I know some Catholics that like, I, I like I I posted sometimes on my stories like something that the Pope does or something that he says or whatever, and then the Catholics come after me and they're like, "Oh, dude, like don't question the descendant of Peter, no, like he, this yeah, guy's a Pope." And I'm like, I just think it was a wrong opinion. I didn't. Yeah, even, and there's a there's yeah. a lot of you know that's a I mean? big sentiment within yeah. the church. But um, those Catholics are wrong. By you know the, the way. answer. Yeah, yeah. The don't, don't, you know the answer. To, I guess the answer to the other question, by the way, about um that uh Kwani was asking about states' rights versus um, hierarchicalism within the churches. You know, obviously we're talking about um, a, a political system of government with the, within the United States tradition of, obviously we're still operating under the constitution and arguably, uh, we can argue, we can debate about how much we actually use the constitution anymore. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're operating with that versus a religious tradition yeah. in a church that Catholics believe was founded by Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, and I'll also mention this. The the church is so I actually believe in decentralization uh, for the same reason that I'm Catholic, actually, there's a principle called subsidiarity, and you see this in the structure of the church. Basically, if something can be handled by the most local possible authority, it should be handled by the most local possible authority. You're only supposed to go up that chain of command if you found a problem that you literally could not solve at yeah, that local this, level. I'm not saying that that never that happens. Like, I'm saying it's never that abused. That like the Pope but, is giving orders yeah, to, like yeah. all the time to like the local parishes, and it's it, just it, not like when, it's when not like that. When the church was most influential in world affairs there was a french church there was yes. an english church there yeah. was a spanish church and they were very different mm -hmm. and they were understood to be different and their relationship with the with their respective states was very different mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. in spain it was extraordinarily well integrated yeah in mm -hmm. spain obviously right yeah, uh, yeah. And, and in england they 
were anti-papist well before Henry VIII. Oh, he was yeah. pushing... went a little bit of a different direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Henry VIII was a, but, a but problem the, child. But, 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 but Some say that King James was the first one of those. <laughs> <laughs> they call that... Well, uh, do we... Yeah, sorry. Co- the Continue, invest, though, with what you were saying. No, no, but, just, but, but, but just uh, my understanding is, as a student of history, not obviously as someone with a Catholic education, but is that, as Jack says, there has always been an understanding that that prelates of different uh, you know different parts of the of the world and and uh, and and had a responsibility to to be appropriately sympathetic and appropriately culturally tied into yeah. what makes sense for that place but also what the relationship is with other institutions and other cultural phenomena and social phenomena. Yeah, and, and so to be clear, like the, the fundamental moral teachings are still the same there. It's not like in the Spanish Catholic Church now adultery was okay or something. Right. I mean, in Italy, I'm sure they pushed for that, right? <laughs> but um, overall, you're right, like when it came to the cultural customs, Especially when it came to like what do we uh, enforce here, What it, it, it did vary based on um, you know, and, the, and James, the of course, we're we, we only, we, of course, we just mean for now because eventually, yeah, no, once we take over, yeah, dude, yeah. I don't know. The Catholic Church has trouble running the Catholic Church. I don't want it to to run. <laughs> at least, at Listen, least you're running. You guys, that. but let's let's um, you get let's, back because because Christ runs our church, friend. It is it is you, getting get, oh, Constan- get, get Constantinople back, Constantinople back again, and then I'll be impressed. I cry okay? every and then time. I'll, I cry every yeah. single time. Good point. World War One. Uh, so close, man. We're so close. Couple Anything weeks else to say? Freaking Germans, man. I was just thinking, like, if the head is pointing in one direction, would the body not also follow the head? And in that sense, I guess if yeah. if you all feel that the Pope is is a, a believes in something that's in contradiction to the doctrine, is would there not be a process that you can? I don't know what's the the, the equivalent of an impeachment of the Pope to, to get him off the position. So this is this is also important when you're saying the Pope believes something that's in conflict with church teaching. You'd have to point to something specific there, and this is something I encourage people to be fa- very careful about. I think the Pope has said certain things that could be argued to be on the border of that, but. As far as I'm aware, the Pope has not openly said anything that actually expressly contradicts church teaching, except for one statement that he made about God willing all religions, which they ended up actually walking back. So a lot of times I, they play game. They say like, it's like well, they talk about the translation. When they get liberal, yes. And, yeah, stuff like so, that. so this is this is one area where I'll say I'll give you an example of this. Right. So when Pope Francis first uh, came to his position. I was seeing all these news articles. Catholic Church no longer believes in hell. The Catholic Church has stopped teaching about hell. What? That's literally not possible. The, the church actually can't do that. And so I look into it. What happened? Pope Francis, well, on you know an airplane or something, being asked a question by a journalist, said that he doesn't think hell is a literal place. He just thinks it's a state of the soul. Now, that is not something Catholics are required to believe because he wasn't making an ex-Catholicist statement. But that's also something Catholics have been allowed to believe historically and it didn't affect church teaching at all. And he also wasn't saying hell doesn't exist. So you have to be careful because the media will take his statements and turn them into something completely different than what he ever said. This is a Pope who's called gender theory demonic, who's called abortionists, hitmen. I mean, he's he's more conservative than people think, though there are things he says, which once again, really concern me. Kwani, I, yeah. I really Sorry, appreciate I wish... the uh, the question. I mean, we could do an entire other yeah, episode. Yeah, you get these Catholics this. talking and they'll just keep going. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and the Latin version of this discussion is going to be yeah, the Latin, the Latin version of the discussion is available on the audio. Thanks, Kwani. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Kwani. Let's go to the next one here. 
shout out to Hannah Claire for a good job on the culture wars she did yesterday. I of agree. Course. Yeah, Check yeah, that was great. Yes. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Next Chinese sounds a bit funny though, to be honest. It sounds, uh, it sounds very, uh, it sounds very a Chinese. Pol- maybe a little Polish. Maybe. <laughs> it sounds like you're from China, China, yeah, Chinese, yeah. which you lived in China long. That makes sense. You know, yeah, a couple years. Yeah. Anyways, cheers, my friend. Uh, we're on to Noah Sanders. Noah Sanders, how are Hi, you? Hey, glad to be back. Hey, man. Good to hear you, too. Here how are <laughs> So, my question was originally for Jack, but it's, of course, open to the whole panel. Um, which do y'all think is more important role for young people, probably around 30 or younger, um, to fulfill? One, someone like yourself, Jack, who reports on the news, current events, and trending topics. Uh, but doesn't two, really have a job. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pressler type who goes out to help activate voters in different areas and inform people on the streets. Or three, someone to run for public offices of all levels in their district. All seem important to secure bright future for our country, but which should be the most pursued in your guys' opinion? I mean, I, I, it, I, I, th- I think God gives people different talents. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the right answer. Is that you know there are certain people who have that drive that just want to travel and be on the road like Scott and just be out there pounding the pavement. There are other people who have. Um, you know, that have different talents for whether it be communicating, sharing information. Um, there are other people who just by dint of their, their, uh, where they were born, when they were born, the family they were born to, et cetera, different talents where it be, it is easier for them to run for office based on where they are, based on the, uh, whatever political denomination that you're, you're dealing with the demographics, the area, et cetera, et cetera, a million different factors. Um, I think God puts you where you need to be, put it that way. And, uh, you know, I think that it's, it, you couldn't really put someone, you know, in there. That being said, you know, I see which is more important. I think we need them all right now. No, I think that what, what, what's really important is, is that people like you and people like us ask that question. Because as Jack is saying, you, you, you need to, you have to ask yourself, am I, am I doing, am I taking the talents that I have and using them to make a difference or at least making the effort to make a difference? I mean, you can't always make a difference, but sometimes the effort is is a, is a very large part of of what your contribution has to be. Yeah, I think for well, my... I would say. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Sorry. go ahead. Um, well, uh, I was just uh, the reason I'm asking is because I'm a young man myself, 28 years old, um, currently doing plumbing, uh, traveling across the country doing that. Good but you, I feel awesome. like I'm being pulled to do something of greater value. Um, including uh, possibly still enlisting in the military at my advanced age, um, but it's it's just trying to figure out what pathway would be the most effective and most uh, most beneficial not only to myself but to my community and my country. Strike off uh, running for office. Yeah, that's yeah. an easy one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would. Yeah. I would actually tell you that as an as a person who's who's not young and not a plumber, that even if I were appointed. I can think of almost nothing worse spiritually for a person than mm. going through the process of trying to become elected to any subst- like any kind of national office. I think it, it's just absolutely soul murdering. But if you are, if you were to tell me that I could be appointed, and not only to Congress but to the United States Senate, I still don't even know if I would take it. It is such an ugly, hopeless system. You know, it'd be actually. Cool, I would though. do it and just get a lot of money. You know what? I, you know what would be cool though. But is, he's already a plumber. Is, no, no, no. Let me throw this out. Let me throw this out there because obviously, look, obviously, you look. You're here on Discord. You're talking to us. Uh, you you clearly have an interest in podcasts. You know why not start like the plumbing 
channel like become like the plumbing guy you're doing a podcast you're on the road you're talking about stuff you're talking about the people you meet maybe you're not given the perf you know like yeah i bet if you no, got dude, a scope the camera work, right? and then every once in a while you work in like oh this was the, in their drain and the code in this area is bad and that's why we need something like this you you, you could literally put a camera on us on a scope that I, you would like people, a snake people and show that, people what's I coming so, out dude that. no i actually i agree with you because you have so many influencers who will talk about the glamour of their useless job. I think yeah. it would be very interesting to have somebody who's doing something really useful, show yeah. people how it's done and show people what the lifestyle is like, especially yeah, way, because you're traveling, dude. Which, you're going across the, way, the country. He never my, said he likes being a plumber, though. Can my brother, my, my brother <laughs> well, is a, my brother's a woodworker, and he does this all the time. He'll, he'll post, uh, you know, he's, he's a woodworker, and he does, he does other stuff, um, and... You know, he'll post uh, videos from job sites talking about what he's doing, and then he'll work in like something else that's going on. But he's, he's yeah. There's about. a really popular Australian uh, guy who actually just mows lawns. I don't know if you guys have seen. On I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. he I've mows. Seen this. Yeah, he'll just he go mows lawns for free. For free. Yeah, and then he gets all the revenue via YouTube, etc., and people that are giving him money. Um, but you, you know, that's always something to try. Uh, you, I, again, like I don't know how I would do it about plumbing. I'm not sure if that'd be as <laughs> Well, as, uh, well no, that's actually something that I was looking to do with my uh, pressure washing company that I own back in Georgia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've seen that as well. Or underdeveloped communities that could use having their, you know, having their property value brought up just a little bit just to look nicer. I mean, that's if, even if it doesn't do anything for them, it makes them feel better that they're living, that they're living in a clean home yeah, instead man. of, you know, some place that's got mold on the outside and uh bacteria growing on the roof and everything like that but as far as uh as far as all that goes it's all great but uh i really do think that we need people um with good hearts and uh good ideas on policies to run for office even though it is a soul crushing yeah, and you're right. absolutely you're right because at the end of the day we do need, we need good people. we need those seats to be filled with our guys yeah but yeah. the one thing i would say to you man is uh you know i was in nursing school uh myself when i left the military i still wanted to be you know a civil servant to, to people and, and help out my community I, I talked to one of my cousins she's like look in california if you become a nurse you can afford to live out here um, and, and so I went to nursing school and it was there that I kind of developed this passion for politics because I was talking to a bunch of college age students, a lot of them, Bernie Sanders, socialists, et cetera. And I got involved into politics and, you know, you're talking about which is the most important, uh, first and foremost, man, I, I don't know if you're, you know, a man of God or if you have faith or what your faith is and beliefs first, talk it over with the big man. You know, you gotta, you gotta kneel down and you're going to say, God, what, what is, what is your purpose for me? And what I will say is, even at the local level, brother, uh, your school board, your city supervisors, your board of supervisors, your your count, your city council is going to make a bigger impact on your day to day life and the and of your children and of your you know I don't know if you have kids or if you're married or but either way, even if you're planning on it, these people will have a bigger impact on your community and your day to day life than a president potentially could and that's why that's kind of like the hope that i give to californians is like look i live in one of the most conservative areas in in my area in, in california uh believe it or not the city that i live in i'm not going to mention it but it's one of the safest cities in the entire nation and it's in los angeles county but of course people focus on the negative uh but you you have talents you have things what i would recommend something that we do at the local level in los angeles is we have meetups for young republicans you're 28 i'm 35 young republicans is an organization from 18 to 40. every once in a while we will have a meetup and you talk about what you do and if other people might be interested in your services. Hmm. Brother, let me tell you, man, it's one of the best ways to network because people are actively seeking, well, especially now with the parallel economy, 
if you don't already list your business on Public Square, this is not a you know paid ad or anything like that, and and more conservatives will find you. And so if you're looking to get involved politically, at the very least, you can do it hyper local and be like, how can I help one school board member? Be from Democrat to Republican. And how can I do that as a plumber? Is it donating? Is it volunteering for that campaign? And I'm telling you, uh, you, you know, we, we have community cleanups in Los Angeles and we have gardeners that come to the Republican meetups and they're like, hey, I know how to mow lawns. Can we just mow someone's lawn in the community? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And someone's like, oh, well, I'm a painter. Take you it know? local. Yeah, Huge. exactly. Take it local. Huge. And yeah. people and people are going to notice, man. And you're going to make political change like when we do cleanups people are impressed that it's young republicans making the change like wait a minute i i was always told that conservatives didn't care about the the environment and here yeah, you guys yeah. are you know i dude we've talked to thousands of people they're blown away i've had people because we've been doing these cleanups for years i've had people fly in from colorado and they're Democrats. And I'm like, bro, we're just here to clean up. I made a weekend out of it with my wife. We wanted to see the Hollywood star, all this stuff. So you, you'd be very surprised, man. Just, you know, you know, plumbing, it might not be tied into politics per se, but there's a way that you can use the talents God has already given you to help politically, whether it's donating, volunteering, or like, hey guys, like I'm a conservative plumber. Are you tired of like companies, like woke companies that give to, you know, yeah, political yeah. politics? I, I'm a conservative. You want to help me out? And brother... I'm telling you, man, like the need is out there. I'm, I guarantee you, God is going to use you and and, and and your talents for something. So, all right. Well, anything else so to add, much. my friend? Uh, two, two, uh, well, just one thing. Just quickly, uh, yeah. Try Jan, not to get them talking. You need to go on to Shamer with Shamer. Y'all need you know? to have a good conversation with uh, about uh, Christianity. Yeah, go on Shamer. Anyone, me, any you know, of he y'all. Said, he said me, I should. Yeah, all of you, any of you. What should we on talk show. about? Bro, listen, I'm going to try to set up like a live thing with you on my podcast this week or next week. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, we'll, well, Jack and I were talking Please, about like maybe baptizing you. Baptize for that. Yeah, we're going to force baptize you. All right. I'll scream Well, thank you, Noah. Through I'll our talk grace. to you soon. Everyone that's haggling me about how much time it's taking, I understand. But we're going late tonight. What's happening? You should all, you aren't even the one suffering. Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed night. Bless yourself, brother. Uh, you guys should man. all be uh, thanking Kellen, who's the real suffer, who's going to really suffer. It's not uh, it's not you guys. It's not Kellen's even the listeners. Editing like a beast. Yeah, Sammy Football, uh, you are now live. What's going on? Hey, so a lot of my question, um, my question actually is for Anthony, and he kind of answered a lot of it in the last one, so I'll make it quick. Okay. Um, I'm big into local politics in Florida. Um, I actually ran a campaign, grassroots, um, and got one of my clients elected against an incumbent to the school board and she actually didn't receive the governor's endorsement but we did it and we got you know conservative majority so and i did it all while reading my bible so shout out to that so that's good uh, Amazing. Yeah. good Very stuff cool. right there i i don't know what i'm doing but i just <laughs> let my bible lead me on that one but you um, were but I did, only I got reading your bible and that's the point i was making earlier yeah, yeah. But I got to see firsthand how dirty politics gets here in yeah. Florida. Um, so it's kind of like a two-part question, but you answered one of them already. Um, have you? Uh, one of them is, have you ever thought that Florida politics is eaten up with fake GOP uh, writing for the Democrats? The example is John Rutherford today. He was a former sheriff for Duval County, and he actually voted present in the shift vote today. And also, um, I've been huge, and I've been... You know, we have we see all the moms and everything showing up to school board meetings. And I've been begging dads and men, even if you're not a dad, just men to show up to school board meetings because it that's when change happens, because that's when they notice that people are upset. So what is 
what is your advice on this? Like, what, what would you say to the men? You know, a lot of times I hear, oh, well, I have grandkids or, oh, I don't have kids. Like, what is your advice to men yeah. about, you know, getting behind these movements? Well, first and foremost, as a Christian man, I think it's a duty of every man. doesn't matter if you have kids, if this is not your fight. I, I don't believe in being disengaged from anything. So uh, one of the things that made the Armenian parents go so viral is the fact that there were so many men there present. And that would that's what I love about the Armenian community is so many men. I've never seen this in the Hispanic community. I've never seen this anywhere else where so many men show up. So to all the men out there, you know, um, I, I know that like the manosphere and there's like a lot of things that uh, men talk about why it's women's fault and only fans this and that. I, I get a lot of heat for this. I think almost every single problem in America is a fault of men because we've just been so disengaged. We've allowed it to happen. If you want only fans to stop existing, then stop signing up for it. You know what I'm saying? And and it's our role to lead. If, and if you're a Christian man, like you truly must believe this, that it is your role uh, to lead, uh, not just your family, but my community. You know, I was reading Philippians today um, and it was talking about that, like be selfless. You have to live in the service of others. And so I, I really despise when, oh, well, I homeschool my parents. I don't care about this fight. This isn't my, my, my fight. My children. This is not. What's that? You homeschool, homeschool my parents. Children. Homeschool your children. Parents homeschool, say they homeschool. homeschool yeah, homeschool my, my children. You can homeschool but your so parents. What too. we have, what we have, yeah, homeschool your parents. <laughs> I guess it's true. Uh, so my 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 answer would be: men have to be involved. You have to lead. It can't just be the woman. And I'm telling you, like oh, uh, we we've done a, a thing with my statistics. I have 155 thousand on Instagram. 90 percent of my support comes from women because uh, they they don't see any other man standing up in Los Angeles. That's just you know, uh, heeding the call. And so to other men, I'm like, dude, you have to show up. Oh, well, I work. I'm like, dude, everyone works. Communists work too. And they still show up and <laughs> Communists don't work. Hold that, on a second. That is, their, that that is that. their job when they, when you see them out there like no, that. Man, that look, I, I covered the riots of 2020. I'm telling you, these moms, these dads out there, I'm like, what do you do? And I go, oh, I'm a college professor. And I'm like, and you came right after work. Like, oh, as soon as I got off of work, I had my clothes already. I came to protest. Mm -hmm. And they stayed there till midnight. And they're like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to wake up, take a shower, and I'm going to go right back to being a college professor. Mm. These people work. It's one of the biggest scams that the left doesn't work. They absolutely do. And they actually work two, three times harder than conservatives. That's just a fact. I'm sorry. Uh, and then the second question to your, uh, when you were saying that if state parties sometimes, absolutely, state parties love losing. The reason is because they can fundraise off of the losing. They play off the emotions that people are angry and they've lost. So unfortunately, you have a lot of neocons. I'd certainly a lot agree of, with this. I would certainly agree with this. Yeah, absolutely. As, as a guy from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, I've seen it a million times. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just... Um, I, you're going to see this in any state. And again, it's, it's great that you're from Florida because there's a lot of people that look at Florida and like, oh, what a beacon of hope. And sure, in, in many different ways. But I can't tell you how many Floridians are absolutely pissed that their cost of living has gone up. I have people that were renting apartments. They had to give up their apartments because like, I can't afford to live here anymore. And Ron DeSantis isn't doing anything. You yeah. know, like no, no one's taking care of the natives because we have so many implants. And again, the line of reasoning from the implants is like, well, sure, rent has gone up, but at least it's not as bad as California. Mm -hmm. Those were high prices. At least your gas is cheap. And so I feel for a lot of native Floridians who are not being heard. And, you know, th there was a lot of uh, seats in Florida that got flipped blue, including mayoral races, because they weren't being heard. They weren't be heard by the state party. So the only thing I can tell you is you, you gotta keep you gotta keep chipping away at it. I you know, thank you for everything that you do. Kudos on you. And sometimes I know it's hard to to keep pressing at it, but 
uh, man, it, it, sometimes when you're doing a lot of the work, it, it does feel like you're alone, but uh, all yeah. I can do is it's, encourage it's, you. It's, uh, it's definitely been rough, but it's been rewarding. So, yeah. um, but it's definitely something yeah. I would love to conversation. I would love to continue with you offline. Cause I know we're strapped for time. Yeah. Um, but Thank I would you. love to find you on Twitter and, and talk to you more about it because yeah, um, absolutely. I have Reach a few more pieces to that puzzle. We love, like yeah, we love it. Expand. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. Appreciate keep it, it up. Thanks, thank, you for, thank you for the call. Thank so you, let's go. I think we got our last caller of yep, the night. We're in the last one for stock gamer. And yeah, gas was like seven ninety five in Hollywood when oh, I left there. It was yeah. seven eighty five. I think when I didn't even look when I was there the other day. Yeah. It was when I left in October. It was yeah. like 785. Oh, no, it's literally I'll, in Hollywood. But I, yeah, I, yeah. I lived in Hollywood, so it's like right over the hill on the the, the pass. It was, was 87 grade, 87 grade, or was it uh, 90? 87? Jeez. 87. Yeah. What's up with this 88 grade? Like, can, we, I don't know. can we actually use that? The ethanol. That's why you can. Yes, yes, you can. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, what's up, stock gamer? How are you? What's up, guys? Hey, can you hear me? Yep, loud and clear. Hey. Five by five. Anthony, Anthony, you know who this is? Um, I do not know. It's your favorite, it's your favorite Jewish homie. LA, hey Raz, what's up, man? I was gonna be like, oh, thanks, it's your stalker. For <laughs> I'm, um, I'm outside your house right now. <laughs> what's up, you in the back seat It sounded car. familiar, but I'm just like, it could be anyone at this. No, this is. I'll be in your hotel. Later <laughs> yeah. What's up, brother? Sorry, I'm talking. What's up? So my question is for Anthony, and it's a question that you know I love asking him every day. But um, what will it take for you to leave California? No, nah, man, I'm I'm there for, for trying life, to get rid of him, huh? Look, look, I, you know, it's, it's trying to push him out. <laughs> no, he used to live in California. I'm so one we... of the people that he hates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's like we were to leave open warrants. <laughs> yeah. No. San Andreas fault. Look, man, it, when I was talking, Snake we were talking to California left me. What was the plumber? What was the plumber's name? Noah, right? I think Noah, I think so. Noah yeah. Sanders. Noah Sanders. Yeah, right. He's still there. So, so Noah, um, so, you know, it's one of those things where like, um, you know, uh, there was the not, other guy's name was Noah. The plumber was Noah, not this guy. Right. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. so. Yeah. But, um, you know, one of those things is that you have to pray about it. I keep praying to God. I'm like, look, I have a three, I have a three bedroom home. I have a family of five. My entire family is in California. We love where we live. It's a very conservative area. We have a lot of sheriffs, you know, uh, a lot of, it, it's not, we don't see like the homeless. It's not a problem in our area. This is not, um, my, my thing is I'm going to wait till God, I, I'm not totally against leaving California, but it has to get that bad, you know? Um, but look, I, my, my children are getting baptized despite the indoctrination. I, I think if anything, the persecution is making us stronger Christians. And, you know, there was, there's like this video of, of, of a Christian pastor that went to go visit, you know, Christians that were in prison in China and other countries where Christianity is illegal. And the prisoners would say, you know, oh, you know, um, pray for me to be as strong as you guys in America. And like, pray, pray for us to like, be able to be like Americans, pray for our country to have. And the pastor was just like, you know what? I actually pray that Christians in America would be more like you. And here's why, because for your faith, you're willing to go to jail and you could be running away. You could be like everyone else and just run away, but you're choosing to stay here and spread the gospel through persecution. I mean, again, I was reading Philippians today. The, the apostle Paul, uh, apostle Paul was talking about my brothers, I'm in prison but glorify that the entire prison is now listening to the gospel of Jesus Christ because mm. they know that I'm being wrongfully persecuted. So it's not that I'm trying to liken myself to any apostle or anything like that, but there is power in persecution. And, and Christ talks about this. We're going to be persecuted for our beliefs. So to me, I find solace that there's a lot of Californians that don't, they can't leave. There's people that can, they will. 
Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of people that can't. The single moms out there, they're on that welfare system. They're, they can't leave. You know how many people like, uh, 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 and this has been told to me by Republicans that said like, dude, we can't compete with the healthcare in California. We don't have better deals with them. They just have really good healthcare out there, you know? And, and there's a lot of moms that like, I can't afford healthcare if I were to ever to leave. So I think about my community, Hispanics, Latinos that are firstborn immigrants that don't have that opportunity. And it's nice to have someone like myself and, and others. I'm not the only one. There's a lot of fighters out there, a lot of good people that are fighting the good fight, people that do way more than me. And they're like hearing the subject of change can happen. And we need to stay and fight. And if enough of us collectively, even if, you know, people tell me like, oh, what do you think? Trump or Biden in California for 2024? You think we can flip it for Trump? I'm like, I'm not worried about Trump or Biden. You know what I'm worried about? Can we flip this school district right here? Can we flip this board of supervisors so it's a majority conservative? If you focus on the hyper-local, I promise you, man, like you're going to start seeing change. But uh, there's like an old saying that goes, um, if you're willing to do good, you have to be a man prepared to not sit in the shade of the tree of which you planted the seed of. I think I'm butchering it, but it's basically saying if you're fighting for good, it's a lifelong fight and you might die and not see the shade the, of the, the, the tree. The, yeah exactly yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so exactly. raz i love you bro I, you know you're 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 out there doing good things Community, i see you in your family you're king bro but uh legacy. legacy to me it's just i'm planting my banner and i think that there is hope for california god has not there abandoned is. it and i think that if we start thinking more like this if we start tweeting out more plant your banner and fight and if we can get and jack that's why i love you brother because you were the only one man that actually showed up to those and that you have no idea what you did for everybody that is in California, man. The fact that you that. were the only one that came out. There's a lot of people yeah, out Seamus there. Yeah, just, <laughs> man, totally. I didn't want to single out Seamus. Totally <laughs> but you did. I'm kidding, now. kidding. But it's okay. But, yeah, like but, you said, some people are just, you know, they're just suited for podcasting. Yeah. yeah. No, but Harmy Dillon is staying in California. Harmy Dillon every day. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is people need that him. people need that hope, man. People need hope. They do. Imagine yeah. being like a conservative or Christian and all your thought leaders are saying, get the hell out, there's no hope. Right. But then in comes like those few people saying like, no, 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 no. We're going to change this for God. We're going to change California because we care about the people that can't make a difference, the people that can't leave. Those are the people that we're fighting for. Because again, Christ calls us to be selfless. It's not just about my wife and my children. My wife and my children are fine. They're happy. Dude, we survived the pandemic. No jabs. God's got us. It came to the point where it was a single income in my home. We went from a three-income household to just me. And I, I had to go into a little bit of debt, but we never, we, uh, ever wavered from the faith in God. And he got us, man. Amen. So to me, it's like, God, you still have me here for a reason. And if he ever calls me anywhere else. We should discuss that on my podcast sometime, Jack. You yeah. should. I'll be we on should. tomorrow then. Amen. But uh, we, we actually have a little Kidding. bit of breaking news. Oh. And I want to say thank you again for the call. But we actually, and, you, which, which you, may have happened during the show tonight that uh well, i guess we'll have to we'll have to let see if tim prime is able to get to this tomorrow if not maybe tim 3.0 4.0 will be here but elon musk and mark zuckerberg may be holding <laughs> a cage match oh. uh zuck is uh is actually jujitsu so i saw that he also just win like yeah, a match well so like yeah yeah so so elon said i'm up for a cage match if he is and then on Twitter, and then Zuck responded on on Instagram, "Send me location." Oh, this is no. Hot. And then wow. pull up as if Facebook <laughs> doesn't always know where everyone's. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. And then and then Elon Musk responded because somebody 
tweeted that at him. He goes, if this is for real, I will do it. Wow. So, Dude, wow. suck it with the arm bar. I'm calling it three we'll minutes. See. I don't know, but he's got he's got the cybernetic All elbow. All I know is that this is going to keep a lot of lawyers busy. <laughs> oh, so Who wins? Yeah. The lawyers. <laughs> oh, Ladies and gentlemen, that is, that concludes the TimCast member segment. Make sure that you are continuing to subscribe. Thank you for everyone who has subscribed. Uh, if you know somebody who'd be interested in this, let them know about the call lens. Let them know that we are now more interactive here. I say we, you know, uh, the, you know Tim Prime and the others. And uh, thanks again, everybody, for hanging out tonight. Yeah, and, Thank uh, you so much, Jack. Shouts out, Chris Bertman. There you go, man. Always. <laughs> Cheers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.